welcome or welcome back to another episode of the Things I Wish I Said podcast. It has been quite some time that I have recorded an episode or even published one, and I'm so sorry about that. I have no idea where the time has gone. I was taking more classes than I normally do, and I was also on the hunt for a new job and for an internship so that I can start my trainee, um, or like my practicum is what they call it. And so I was able to get one, but that's what I was doing for so many like of these weeks. I've been applying and interviewing, and I finally landed one, and so I'm going to officially be a a student intern. I'm still trying to figure out what to call myself because it's so many different terms, but basically my role is I will be seeing clients, but of course I'm not a licensed therapist. I'm not even... um, I don't even officially have my master's degree yet. I have a year left in my program, but that's part of the program. I have to gain clinical hours, and then once I do that, I graduate, and then after that, I have to gain about 3,000 hours of direct client hours or something like that. But basically, I'm in the process of becoming a licensed therapist, and I can't wait. In the meantime, my podcast is all things mental health. And lifestyle, I will be always giving my professional and personal experiences. I will never claim to be a therapist. I'm not one. And I never suggest that this replace anyone's therapy because mental health is very crucial and it's important. And if you ever feel like you need help, always reach out to a professional and um, reach out for some therapy. I think therapy is great. Even if it's not a crisis situation, therapy is very, it could be very preventative. Um, and so really this podcast is just to kind of give my own experiences with a mixture of things I've learned. Um, a lot of the times what I will be learning something in class and I'll be like, this was very interesting. And I'll kind of like kind of keep track of the things that catch my attention or anything that relates to my personal life. And that's usually what I'm sharing on the podcast. I do want to be very careful with oversharing, aka self-disclosure, Something I think I mentioned this in one of my episodes is that like my I was taking an ethics class and it scared me because like being a therapist and being in charge of like being held responsible for so many people's like mental health. It's a lot. And I think that it's a great thing. I think that with all the skills that we learn, it could be very beneficial. But also there's so many opportunities to like cause harm on someone and that is never a therapist's intention or like it shouldn't be someone's intention and so sometimes self-disclosure apparently like it can be it can ruin like the relationship that you have with your client and so you basically are taught like not to overshare and not to cross boundaries and stuff like that and so I think that I got a little nervous about my podcast and oversharing because I (laughs) kind of am an oversharer in my personal life I don't like I think that my story is who makes me me and I I don't even want to be a therapist who doesn't use that you know in their practice I think that everyone has their way of being a therapist and of course right now because I'm so new to the um the field I'm gonna follow always I'm always gonna follow what I'm listening to because I don't have enough information yet to be kind of like my my own my own style if that makes sense so I'm gonna be very cautious of oversharing on this podcast because everything does come back around um I would never want anything that I say to stop me from 
you know, progressing and, and getting a job and getting my license, which it could never, I, I promise you, like, I promise myself, I'm, I'm like trying to reassure myself that that wouldn't happen. I just think that some, like as someone who's pretty anxious and overthinks everything, I'm going to always be thinking like, oh, that one time I shared about this and this relationship, is that going to like bite me in the butt, you know? But I also want to be authentically me and I want to make this podcast to be able to help other people who are going through anything that I've ever gone through um, and stuff like that. And so I think I have to find a perfect balance, but the only way to get that perfect balance is to explore it and practice and and get guidance and see things like that. I've, you know, I've asked some teachers like what they think about having like social media. And then I see like this whole community on Instagram of therapists who are licensed and they're very open about their their lives. And I think that that's just 2021. I think that that's what our time is. I think that you can be professional, you can still share your personal experiences in life. um, And you can use social media to really just help others. And so I think that I'm really excited for that era because I love, um, I love social media. I have a an Instagram account and I post like mental health things there one thing that I have done is like I kind of deleted most of my photos of myself because I was like I think in the in the beginning of it I was like I want I want followers and who's really gonna follow like a page that has like five followers without pictures of themselves so I was like posting photos of myself to kind of great gain an audience and um but I was also of course posting like mental health things and so I was kind of just cleaning through because, like I said, my classes were scaring me. Like, you know, your employers um, will look through your social media and they will use that kind of to, like, guide the process. I'm sorry. I hear, like, a phone ringing or something. That was weird. Okay. Um. Anyways, I... um. You know, cause I, like I said, I was interviewing for a lot of new positions. So I was like, oh gosh, like they're going to see that I have a podcast and they're going to listen to it. And what if they think I overshare? But anyways, I'm going to be authentically me and I'm really excited for the upcoming episodes. But I'm rambling a little bit. I'm not really even sure what I said in the beginning. If I, <laughs> if I'm, I'm back, I'm back. And that's all I really have to say. And thank you for sticking through if you have and if you're new go check out my other episodes and let me know what you guys think you can reach out to me on my instagram mSmithTherapy. you can email me mSmithCoaching at gmail.com i will always put that information in like the description that you see whatever my podcast is going to be about um so feel free to do that because i i want to get questions i want to do like advice series because I think that that's, I love interactive podcasts and that's the, you know, kind of podcast I want to have. I want people to ask me questions about their personal life, about, you know, school, about the profession that I'm really new to, but will give all that I have to kind of answering um, and stuff like that. So reach out to me. But today's episode, I'm going to pull out a table topics card. Um, this is the do-it-yourself therapy category, and we're going to talk about it. So, okay, so this one says, are you a good date? 
I wouldn't know because I don't date. <laughs> um, I, I haven't really been dating for a long time. I have really just been focusing on myself and my, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that this is by choice. <laughs> I'm not like denying all dates because I'm focusing on me. That's definitely not the case. But I mean, it's kind of brought up something for me. So I, you know, to kind of honor the not talking too much about myself, I'm going to redirect it to something that I have been thinking about, which is dating with anxiety. And I wanted to talk about that for anyone who is new to dating, wants to date again, hasn't dated in a long time, but suffer with anxiety or anyone who's listening who doesn't suffer with anxiety, but is going on a date with someone who might be a little more anxious than they're used to. This episode is going to be for you. Um, I don't really have any type of like I I didn't plan for this episode which if you're new this is something that I do so that I don't overthink an episode I kind of just want to talk and kind of just whatever comes to my mind in the moment but with something like so good of of a topic as this I definitely want to provide like really good information but um, with this I definitely would be talking more on a personal experience and like kind of my tips with dating if you possibly have anxiety so one thing I have always been true to is being honest about my anxiety I don't I think that someone who's anxious will having you know you want to you want to avoid dating because you don't okay someone is I don't know there's a phone that keeps ringing hold on Okay, I guess it was a work laptop. Um, I'm still getting used to the whole like working from home thing now. So there's these like, um, there's laptops in here that just, I guess will be ringing on a random Sunday. So that's fine. But now I know I'm not like, going crazy. But anyways, excuse me. Um, ugh, I don't remember what I was saying, but if I have to backtrack a little bit. It's one thing that I know is that when you're someone who may be anxious or have anxiety you avoid like social things or wanting to date because you're like worried about having that anxiety and having like other people judge you or kind of like bring that attention onto you and so one thing that I've just have done is kind of be open about my anxiety I think that it could be difficult especially if say you're meeting someone on like tinder or bumble whatever like social uh, social media type of thing like you're not about to just spill out your whole entire mental health issues on someone you just met online but i so i think it just depends like if it's someone who you might have known for a while like a coworker, you know i think it might be more appropriate it's up to you whatever you're comfortable with but i will always be pretty upfront about my anxiety Um, because I don't ever want to put myself in a situation where I'm going to one, ruin someone else's time, ruin my time or, and be anxious for, for what, you know what I mean? So I definitely like, for me, a lot of my anxiety comes from, I mean, like I'm thinking about a date and I live in California. So a lot of people like to go to Malibu and go on drives and go to views. And so I have a, like a massive fear of canyons. And so I would just let that be known before I would ever go on a date because I don't want to end up on a canyon and then them seeing like the worst possible side of me, which is going to be full panic mode. So self-disclosure with that is very helpful if it's like if you feel right. But my thing is, is if you're going on a date um, 
And like, if I didn't feel comfortable, or I felt like someone was going to judge me for saying that, then I probably wouldn't want to go on a date with them anyways. So that's something to consider, self-disclosure. Um, but another thing, like another helpful tip with dating with anxiety, um, this one, it could be not everyone like maybe would feel comfortable doing this as you might feel as if, as if it's too, I don't know. I don't know the word like you're putting too much energy into it. I know people try to be super casual with dating, but something that I have kind of picked up on with anxiety in general is to make sure I'm prepared with everything. So I mentioned in my phobia video or my phobia episode that I sometimes like I kind of have a fear of airplanes. So I, I have a routine, you know, like I do things that make me feel safe protected and comfortable so like I make sure that I bring my water bottle I make sure that I um, book an aisle seat whatever so I do things that I know help with my anxiety right so with a date do the same thing um if you I don't know what's like another thing I don't know I'm trying to think I, like I said I haven't dated in a really long time so I don't really know um I mean you could just basically prepare for it like and like I said this might not be on everyone's like thing that they want to do but like you know when you have an interview and you prepare for your interview because you know that they're going to be asking you questions like tell me about yourself if there's one thing you did that could save your entire company like I don't know but basically asking you questions where you have to really consider your whole life a date is sometimes like that, um, which is sometimes unfortunate, which is another reason why I think people who have anxiety don't go on dates because or they, they avoid going on dates because it's like you have to really like be social and sometimes you don't want to be social. And I think that just kind of preparing yourself for that and just you don't want to like psych yourself out, but you definitely want to be prepared. And like I'm going to keep going back to like if it's not coming out natural, that's probably not the date for you. Um, and so I think that that's like a good way to end that part. That tip is that like you don't have to overly prepare, but kind of just like give yourself like a pep talk. Like we're going to be talking a lot about myself or hopefully like it'll be very equal. Um, you don't want to only hear about your date and vice versa. But just kind of know that like obviously you're going to be kind of remember remind yourself what you're comfortable talking about and just prepare for that prepare yourself for that because you don't want to be like blindsided um especially if you're like out at a dinner where you, all you really can do is talk um but if you're having a good date like likely it's going to come natural um you know, you're going to be dating some. You're going to be with someone who matches your energy, hopefully. And even if it's not a good date, like, again, prepare yourself for that. Like, what is the worst that can come from just going out, putting yourself out there, talking to someone, even if you guys are both staring at each other? Um, like, what are we supposed to say? It's fine. Eat your food, have your drink and leave. And it's it's fine. And And, and that's another thing is that. You can go in positive, and I think that it all leads into, like, the whole giving yourself a pep talk type of thing. But you also have to tell yourself, at least in my opinion, in my experiences, reminding yourself that, like, because, again, when you have anxiety, it's the fear of, like, the unknown, like, and you're not really thinking of the positive unknown. You're thinking of, what if this is a disaster, right? So, okay, what if it is a disaster? 
what what what's gonna happen you know what I mean and I think that you kind of have to remind yourself that like this is just for fun this is an experience this is who knows how it's gonna come out but no matter what it's gonna be okay I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be fine and I think that that goes into pep talk being positive but being realistic um so that's also kind of helpful um let's see I think also just kind of talking to your friends, especially any friends who date a lot or anyone who is in relationship and just kind of like getting support from them. Cause you know, like your hype girls or your hype men, like your, you guys, they'll like be hyping you up for your date and things like that. And so I think that that will help you become excited. And if you don't have a whole bunch of friends that can do that, then I don't know, something that I feel like this is kind of a random tip, but I watch a lot of reality TV and like um, like dating shows. And I think sometimes just doing that kind of it when I watch that, like I think all of quarantine, I was watching Love Island and I just remember being so excited for things to open up to kind of just get out there and date and meet and meet new people and have like new connections. And so I think that like if you're if you don't again, if you don't have that support with friends, um, or you don't want anyone to know you're nervous, like watch a dating show and just get excited. Like this is such a great opportunity to kind of meet someone new and to kind of just chit chat about life. And um, even though, and I was going to say not have anyone know all your problems, but then I'm over here saying, you tell them you're anxious. But again, I think there's a balance. You don't have to be like, I am diagnosed with general anxiety disorder, panic disorder with agoraphobia. But like you can also just kind of explain that you get a little anxious for A, B, or C canyons, or I get a little anxious when I'm around a lot of people, like just so that you avoid doing that during the date. Um, But yeah, let's recap real quick. Let your anxiety or anxious tendencies be a little known to, or, or, or take control of the date in the sense of I'll plan it, but like it just depends on the kind of person you are. And if you want to be like spoiled or like if you want someone else to kind of just like plan a date, Anyways, let your anxieties be known. Um, Prepare yourself mentally and just with like little things. Like if you know you need your, I also bring like this little um, nose inhaler because I get stuffy when I talk a lot, which I'm trying to figure out what that's about. It might be allergies. I don't know. But I I often get um, really stuffy. So I have like a aromatherapy thing. I will bring that everywhere with me. So like if you have little things that you know you need, prepare yourself with that. Um, remind yourself that this is going to be a very conversation-based thing. So if you need to remind yourself about some hobbies you have, do that. Um, and then also, but be realistic and kind of tell yourself, like, even if the date were to be the worst that you've ever been on, that it's literally fine. Um, what else did I say? Oh, like, get support from your friends. Um, get hyped up, watch a dating show, and just kind of appreciate the experiences that you're about to have. And let's see what else. I guess I was really talking more about like a first date type of thing. Um, Cause that's like what my mind like kind of brought me to, because that's when you're going to have the most anxiety, I think when you're initially meeting someone, but then like once you're dating and you're kind of going out on a more regular basis, but you guys obviously aren't like in a relationship yet I think that that also can be pretty anxiety provoking 
Um, and like that's kind of when things might also become more difficult because now that person is getting to know you. Um, but then I'm sure by the time like you guys are on like your fifth date, you're likely to be talking about things that you've been through. Uh, I think a lot of the time with our generation, we all like the way of flirting is to ask about like your relationships. Like from my experiences, what I see, it's talking about your trauma and what your ex put you through. Um, so I really think that. And then now with like mental health just being so open and people um, are more understanding of it. I think that by a certain amount of dates you you have, you'll probably be more out there with with that, which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, I think that also anyone who's listening to this, who, like I said, is possibly dating someone with anxiety, I think the best thing that you can do is just be open and like understanding, like that's really it. Like you're not a therapist. You can't fix someone's, you can't fix their problem and they're not asking you to. And then also another thing, which could probably be a whole extra episode, but like if you guys are doing anything um so say for the example that I I have of myself which is being like a little bit afraid a little bit a lot of bit afraid of canyons um respectfully if I'm going on a date and this person is like trying to act like they're gonna fix me or like they're gonna be the one today to like change my life and make me not scared of canyons and they keep like pushing me like come on like it's gonna be great like don't you trust me like da 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 like just avoid doing that um at least in my experiences, um, I, I think that there are some people who might enjoy that, um, that kind of that push. But I know for a fact that I'm not one. I, I like to be maybe once you could be like, Are you sure? I think I, I think it'll be great if I say no that time. Then like just don't keep pushing it because that could be in itself very anxiety provoking. Because then anyone who's anxious is probably going to be thinking like, damn, I'm like they're having a, like a really bad time because of me now or like I'm disappointing this person um and so like you just kind of want to avoid that because then most likely that person's gonna withdraw like from dating again like or from like seeing that person again out of fear of just ruining it or something like that and again this is my experience or just from things that I've kind of like my friends have told me um and things like that so I don't know it's it's tough I think that if you are an anxious person um that dating it really could just like you just may really avoid it completely but I I think that it's a process I'm like I'm sorry I'm like losing energy because I haven't recorded an episode in so long and I feel like I'm talking nonsense um but again overall I I think that um, just do it, you know, um, try it. And at least another thing that I've picked up on with anxiety is like, I now I I know what it is that I want and what I don't want, what I'm capable of and like what I'm not ready to be capable of yet. And that, if that makes sense. So even if you were to go on a date and it sucked, well, kind of like now, you know, like what you wouldn't want to do the next time you go on a date especially if it was um like no one's fault per se like maybe it was just like the location you went or the time of day you went like maybe you had the worst time having dinner with someone 
so then do brunch next time or do breakfast or just go get coffee like basically trial and error with everything especially with anxiety try it out you know what works you know what doesn't and tweak it um and that's pretty much life with everything so same thing with dating but to answer this card's question am i a good date i'm gonna say yes because you know i give a lot of thought and that comes with anxiety that comes with just my personality that comes with just me um i put in a lot of effort into a lot of things that i do to avoid discomfort so yeah i'm a good date because you know i'm thinking about this date 24 7 before i even go on it which automatically makes me top notch so i hope you guys found that advice helpful um hopefully it was organized (laughs) enough i i don't know if i mentioned this earlier but i've been suffering with imposter syndrome where I feel like a fraud and I feel like I have no idea what I'm capable of um and if I'm any good so but I'm pushing through and like if I mentioned that already I apologize but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed and thank you for listening I'm looking forward to my next episode which I promise isn't going to be four months from now and yeah let me know email me message me Um, and things like that. So have a great rest of your day, weekend, month, whenever you're listening to this. And I will see you guys on my next episode. 